Coming up next, we're talking travel for our sponsor, Travel on King. Sally Lucas will be joining me, Jane Klein. We'll be heading to Bolivia and we're also going cycling in India. Well, Bolivia must be about as exotic a place as you can go. It's high, it's South America, they speak a Latin language and uh, some really interesting parts to the country. Some extremely interesting parts, Jane, and I'm going down that path a bit today with the different and the unusual. So this is, of course, Bolivia and it's the Salade. Uyuni, which is the world's largest salt flat at 10,582 square kilometres. That is huge in anybody's language. And it's a major tourist destination in Bolivia. Uh, the Salar is virtually devoid of any wildlife or vegetation, but it's home to an estimated 10 billion tonnes of salt. Um, that's big. That's big. And the reflections on these photos, I mean, I know the listeners can't see it, but if you want to Google this, it looks like it's water. You get perfect reflections of the sky and the mountains, and it's just stunning. And the thing is, as you go there, you can actually stay there. One of the world's most unique hotel experiences. So the hotel is actually built entirely of salt salt blocks and it's called Palacio de Sal which is Spanish for Palace of Salt. Wow. So hmm. incredible. The hotel's made of about a million of these blocks which are used for the floors, walls, ceilings, furniture including the beds, tables, hmm. chairs, sculptures. <laughs> if you're feeling a bit short of salt I'll you just have a lick the furniture. Lick. <laughs> lick the furniture. It even has a dry sauna, a steam room, of course, a saltwater pool <laughs> and whirlpool baths for guests to relax in and fully enjoy this unreal place. So I think it would be really quite an experience. And as I said, Jane, these photos of sunsets and sunrises and, and looks like mirages and images, you really think it is water. I mean, just some stunning photographs, if nothing else, if you want to have a look. Um, as I said, they're so white and clear, they often show a perfect reflection of the sky and the objects above them. So there you go. It's really quite incredible. And also, the ice sheets they use they use them for calibrating the distance measurement equipment of satellites in space um, because they've got this white endless flats which is which is absolutely unique so you can go yeah walking on them or taking photos or whatever you want to do so it's about a 12 15 hour by bus from La Paz to give you an idea. But hey, isn't that really something? That is amazing. Actually, I saw some interesting photos just recently on the Bolivian salt flats, the Salar, ah. and the air is so clear that you can take a photo of a person up close standing, for example, on a couple of really small people because yes. they're so far away, right. but they look as though they're in the same yes, place. Yes, I'm like you. I think I did see some of those when I was going through. I didn't sort of print off all the photos, but um, yes, quite unique. You'll see some incredible photos if you want to Google it and have a look. It's, it's really quite something if you're over that way. Mm. So that's that's a very interesting thing. Very interesting. Now, something else that's interesting, um, there's a company called the Classic Safari Company who we mainly associate with um, the African continent, but they're actually going to India as well. And what they're doing is they're doing some Indian relief rides. Um, so what you're doing is you're getting on a bicycle. Oh. Um, now, you're taking stunning scenery, remote wilderness, uh, beautiful tented camps, um, ancient architecture, wildlife, of course, and you're riding for a purpose and traversing some of the most remote regions of India, navigating dunes and encountering lost temples along the way. And it, this particular ride, as they're going, they're bringing free dentistry, a free cataract eye surgery program, um, 
livestock to below poverty level families and paediatric care to school children and in, lo- in the local communities. So there's two rides on offer. Uh, one's called the Pushkar Relief Ride, which is the 3rd to the 17th of November. And the other one is the Bikaner Relief Ride, which is next year, 18 Feb to 3 March. So both rides will begin in Delhi, where you spend a relaxed evening in a boutique hotel. And from there, the Pushkar Ride will take you into the Tar Desert and onto the town of Kusumbi, uh, which is known as an oasis rest stop for pilgrims and traders on the ancient Silk Road um, through the sand dune systems and so on. So you're ending up at the famous, of course, Pushkar Camel Fair. That, naturally, that's why you're going to see that as well. The Bikaner Ride starts from the historic village of Bikaner, which is renowned for its splendid palaces and sculptured temples, etc. And then you're moving through land of the conservationist Bishnoi tribe, where you will actually spot a brand of gazelle called the Chinkara Desert Fox and baby camels, amongst many, many other things. So you're doing it as, as something really interesting to do, but it's also you're you're helping. feeling you're helping. Yes. You're helping. And then there's a lot of these sort of things coming out now where you can go and help, whether it's building a school or offering, you know, advice, education. But doing something like this, particularly people who love bike riding, you know, it would be an excellent way to still you know, have, a, have a lovely holiday doing something really special, but hopping on your bike to do it. So something very different. We're talking travel for our sponsor, Travel on King. And we've just been talking a little bit about camping, Sally Lucas and I, and she likes the five stars and I like the million stars <laughs> uh, version of camping. But we're going on to talk about glamping in a rather exotic spot too. Yes, well, I'm happy to glamp. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is in uh, the Galapagos Islands. And this is a new, um, if you like, a Galapagos uh, safari camp or glamp, if you want to call it, which is, you know, a really nice pre-erected tent type situation. But the whole thing, it's just got the most amazing views. If you have a look at it online, it's got it's on the island of Santa Cruz. And you've just got this in the right up in the highlands. You're up high and it's very near to a tortoise reserve. So it's sort of an African style tented safari camp. But you've got panoramic views of the Pacific Ocean. So it's absolutely delightful. And some people might and want to do the cruise. I mean, that's mainly the option people do when they go to the Galapagos, of course, is to do a cruise, but you could do both if you wanted to. Certainly could. And that would be really lovely now to be able to actually stay on land and spend a bit more time on land and combine that with a cruise. Um, so there are packages there with four nights accommodation in your tented camp, which will include all meals. You get your airport uh, transfers, ground transportation, and there's various excursions included as well. Now, these are available now. These are only new. As I said, they've just come out and you can get them with Adventure World or with Contours Travel. So there's a couple of companies have got put these on board into their Latin American brochures. But, yeah, it's just something really different. And I thought, wow, actually I've got some clients I think they might be really interested in this. They're, they're divers, but they also want to spend a bit more time. And the boats in the Galapagos aren't actually dive boats, which I didn't realise would be a problem. And making inquiries for them, um, you can't just dive because unless you've got a qualified person to be on that boat with you, which then makes the cost of your cruise more expensive if they've got to employ an extra person. So it's very limited. I didn't realise that. You can diving snorkel, but the actual diving mm. is... But doing it this way, this is a way I might be able to let them know that they might be able to do both now, Indeed. which is really great. Um, the other place we're going to, which is totally different, is Lake Geneva in Switzerland. Now, these are called... or It's a little story about the grand old ladies of the lake. And... There'd be nothing prettier, of course, than plying Lake Geneva because you've got eye-dropping views all the way around. Now, these were 
rather majestic paddle steamers that used to operate between 1904 and 1927. And they operated regular services and private cruises on Lake Geneva um, to various parts around there, of course. And it just sounds really interesting. They've done seven out of the eight already through private and public donations of 24 million Swiss francs. Um, As I said, seven of them have been absolutely either completely or partially renovated. And the sort of places they go to, Jane, though, are really fantastic when you think about it. Now, they will run this service between April and October with a limited service mainly on Sundays in the winter months from November to March. So on the main route, they run from Lausanne and they stop at Puy, Lutri, Cui, Vevey, Montreux and Chillon Castle and vice versa, vice versa rather, sorry. They now have oil-fired engines, of course, once they were coal-fired, but, um, but they can power along now at up to 35 kilometres an hour. So you, you're looking at some really interesting cities like Lausanne, for example, with the Olympic Museum as a, a draw card there. And you've got Cathy Freeman's special shoes on display there that she wore to win the uh, 400 metres gold medal. Hmm. So they have come they've got them. We haven't got it here, but anyway, there you go. They've done well. Yes, and of course they feature the colours of the Aboriginal flag, of course, black for people, yellow for sun and red for earth. Uh, Vevey is a town of old world charm. It's got the second biggest marketplace in Europe after Lisbon. Well, there you go. That was something I, I didn't know. Um, and its tourist pulling power are uh, the tributes they have there to Charlie Chaplin. So there's a bronze statue on the lakeside there for you to have a look at and his former home there now is turned into a museum of the life achievements of the tramp which he was famous for with his baggy trousers and bowler hat of course which kept a generation laughing I think during the the dark depression then you've got Montreux and it's a bit more glitzy of course you've got five star hotels overlooking the lake they call it the playground for the rich and famous, many of whom have jet in during the summer months, particularly for its renowned jazz festival now in its 47th year. Um, but in winter, Montreux also has a lovely Christmas market, which is regarded as one of the most beautiful in Switzerland. So there you go, some interesting things you can do now if you're in Switzerland. Head to Lake Geneva and do one of these lovely cruises and stop up at some of those villages around the lake. Wouldn't that be wonderful? Well, thank you, Sally Lucas. Thank you, Jane. It's uh, Talking Travel for today, and we'll be back next Friday after the one o'clock news with thanks to our sponsor Travel on King and we'll be talking travel next week.